You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. Nobody's doing my work today. I'm so discouraged. Wow, that's that's the big coffee mug. Yeah, that's a uh, that's uh, that's on the road mug right yeah, there. You're that's, mugging uh, it. Um, yeah, it's my ugly mug <laughs> right there. Yeah, Pray for Brother uh, Stone, he got mugged today. I got mugged for sure, and it's not going to keep my coffee warm. That's the problem. It's not it's not the Yeti, so. I forgot to grab my Yeti on the way out the door. I know. You got it. The black Yeti. It's not engraved yet, though. You got to get your Yeti engraved. Yeah, I think I'll, this is a, like a dark blue one. I think I'll get a black one and get it engraved. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I'll do that for you. I'll get that for you. Since you bought me a Yeti, I'll buy you a Yeti, but it'll be engraved. So I'm one up on you. Yeah, listen. Always. I don't want your stupid magic marker written on the side of the thing. <laughs> no, it'll be a decal. It'll be a decal. <laughs> you got, I know you got your woodworking tools, but, you know, I don't think you'll get a, you'll carve a, just the right uh, logo on the thing. It'll look great, honest. They'll say, what is tonsillitis? How come that's on the... Who's Tonto? <laughs> Mr. Simpson. That's, that's how we should. That's, that's right. That's how we should start our show now. The Lone Ranger and Tonto. <laughs> I hope Silver away. <laughs> I hope Silver Hair away. <laughs> silver Hair. <laughs> uh, oh, man. So I got a great letter for you that uh, comes in from one of our listeners. And it's such an encouragement. And this is from Jerry. And Jerry says, I just want to thank you for doing what you're doing. I listened to every one of your podcasts that was available on Spotify in about two days. And ever since then, I look forward to listening to them when I get up Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I slept in today, though. Anyhow, I used to question whether or not God was calling me to the ministry. Man, every time I listen to one of these, I get an unbelievable desire and pull. I want to leave, work, go pass out tracks. Most people just say they want to leave. It's kind of nice that it's, you know, wanting to do something for the Lord. Sometimes I think, man, I wish less people at work were Christians. That's because that's not because I want less people to be saved. It's because I want to tell more people about how to be saved. Amen. I genuinely love the podcast and everything it does. It beat my previous favorite podcast. Should I tell them what it is? I don't know what it is. Uh, that's okay. Okay, it's uh, it's another one, um, and I, yeah, we, do, Jerry, we don't want to hurt sorry, Scott Pauly's feelings. Uh, that's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's Kurt Skelly. But anyways, uh, <laughs> no, it's neither one of those. No, it's it neither isn't. one of those. All right. <laughs> he said it became Young. my favorite podcast <laughs> within two episodes. <laughs> that's right, two episodes. So, Jerry, wow. thank you for that. Man, that's really nice. Awesome. That's good. That's good. So keep those coming. We like that. Those are encouraging for sure. And uh, so that's one in the I love you bag and about 300,000 in the you guys are loser bag. (laughs) (laughs) 
And well, still, the, that the, you guys are loser bag is tiny compared yeah. to you want to make me throw up bag. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said it was the the loser bag, but it's really the Dan bag. <laughs> <laughs> now, this giant truck over here, that's mine. <laughs> 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 That's right. Back it up. Watch out! I'm backing up. Well, beep, yeah. Beep, well, since beep, most of them are beep. coming from the U.S., they keep dumping them in our garage. You haven't even got to have them, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hey, listen. I'm headed to the border since it's free and open. Uh, I just come in, become an American citizen this week. <laughs> wow. How come as Canadians, it's like a strip search every time I pull up there. If I tell them I'm preaching, you know, I'm doing the spread eagle on the ground because I'm going to preach. And then it, Mexico, just show up, man. Unbelievable. Wow. I love what your president said. Things are going to be a little chaotic. Oh, yeah, since his inauguration. That's not news. <laughs> well, listen, it's the same on it's the other side of the news, border. That's history. <laughs> oh, my. Well, we got the same problems uh, over on our side of the border. I'm talking about chaotic. Oh, my goodness. It's out of control. Bridge of a feather. Politics. Yeah, politics. Politics and, now, and favoritism. They can just join hands yeah. across the waters with His Highness the oh. King. <laughs> oh, boy. What a fiasco. Yeah, the monarchy died with Queen Elizabeth for me. I'm I'm done with those guys. That's uh, she was a she was a statesman for sure. But this guy, whew, trouble, big trouble. So we'll see what happens. Anyways, that leads into our theme of the week: politics, politics, and favoritism. Mm-hmm. Favoritism. Yeah, I've I've had people, and you've had people who have complained about favoritism in colleges in christian schools in churches obviously it's in the workplace it's it's everywhere and i don't i don't know if it's avoidable but i had someone write and ask us if we would do that this week talk about those things and and how that can lead to problems and how to how to overcome that if you can't overcome that or live within it how do you do that so um so i thought we'd start today with me because I'm showing a little favoritism to myself. So there you go. Now it's your turn. Go ahead. Well, it's not favoritism here. It's nepotism. Nepotism. Yeah. That's the problem right there. Yeah. Nepotism. Hold on. Let me just, this isn't going to sound too, well, I got this. <laughs> How about that? The school bell. Nepotism gets the big <laughs> ring. Wow. That's not my coffee cup. No, that's the uh, aluminum pot <laughs> that my tripod for my phone is sitting on so that I can <laughs> see you and you can see me <laughs> over a microphone. I'm in a beautiful mission well, house yeah, this week. Well, yeah, but that never stops me. You can stocked. never see me over the microphone. <laughs> well, that's true. You can't see me over the You can't the get table. that phone high enough. <laughs> you can't get it high enough. <laughs> it's tied to the ceiling. You're just a speck on the screen. <laughs> Uh, have you experienced that in your uh, in your life as a Christian? Have you fa- have you uh, had any favoritism or nepotism? In, well, in I would have loved to in? enjoy it, and I guess over the times whenever it did happen to me, I did enjoy it. 
uh, you know, this it's good to start dealing with this early, early in life, so you, you sort of get a little taste of it, a little flavor of it, because it's going to happen, and it's going to be everywhere. Now, generally, I think with unsaved people, it's a lot more um, advanced or maybe more egregious, but with saved people, it's surprising and disappointing, but we shouldn't be, we really shouldn't be surprised because we're all sinners dealing with things in our own lives. But it's discouraging whenever it's somebody in a position of influence or authority, and it seems like um, they're very unashamed to show that favoritism towards mm-hmm. somebody else, and that's tough. That's tough to deal with. You know, everybody loves to be the one who's under the spotlight and has the hand, you know, stuck out to be their friend. But, you know, we all don't like it when somebody else is in and we're out. Right. Is there is is that avoidable? Can can you avoid that uh, showing favoritism? I well, I think we can avoid I, it ourselves as as much as possible. I think it's going to happen, but it's just you got to work at it not not happening a lot. I mean, I had a yeah. great example to learn from Bob Folger because you know Brother Thompson mm-hmm. would always joke around and he's he'd say Bob Folger treated everybody the same. And people would go, mm-hmm. amen, and he'd go, rotten. Yeah, <laughs> rotten. <laughs> but, you know, Bob Folger worked very, very hard at trying to be fair, trying to be consistent, mm-hmm. you know, whenever he— and so it really comes whenever you maybe establish a guideline or a rule or something. Is It goes for everybody. We've got the famous smite mm-hmm. stories and things that would sort of back that right. up. But it really was— I mean, he, 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 it just so grated him inside to think that somebody was doing something that nobody else could do. And why should they get the chance and the opportunity? So whenever he, he was establishing the framework, whether when it was, he was a principal at school or youth director or whatever the, whatever the context, he was always very, very fair. And so I tried to learn that from him. Because whether you agree to them or not is fine, but at least you respected them because mm-hmm. he was trying to be fair, and he he pretty well was. Yeah, it, it's hard not to show some favoritism to people that have common interests, that enjoy the same type of humor, that enjoy the same sports, that enjoy the same preachers. You can you can make that as broad as you want, but it, there's a natural draw towards people that have common interests or share a common, you know, lifestyle things like that. Um, you do you have to work at it, and I think being fair is exactly what people want and look for. And I don't know that we're always conscious of that. I tried to be as a pastor. Uh, I tried to be as a parent that I wouldn't show any favoritism. I loved my kids all the same. Um, there, there are kids that are sometimes a little bit easier to uh, work with, and there are some that make it a little bit harder. There are some church members that make it a little bit harder. There are college students that make it harder. So you, you have to work at that. And 
sometimes it's easier just to dismiss people away or to ignore people rather than try and work that out. And I think that's where a lot of people get into trouble that we'll just keep doing what we're doing rather than trying to fix it. All right. So you answered this one, then I'll answer it uh, from my perspective. Okay. How would you define favoritism, like what we're talking about here? How would you sort of define it? I would say favoritism is allowing people to do things that you wouldn't allow other people to do. Yeah. Or if there is uh, a spot available and there are two or three candidates, you're going to pick that person that you most gel with or that you get along with or that you consider you know a friend or you know contemporary whatever you you lean that way i'd say that's favorite yeah yeah that's that's pretty much the way that i look at it as well um it look we're going to have friends well most of us sorry al but yes you know we're going to have friends and we're going to be closer to friends than we would be others and so the important thing is that not that we shouldn't be friends, but the important thing is that if you can see yourself in a role of authority to try to not see them as friends under that under that spotlight or, or in that arena. And that's mm-hmm. that's where um, people, I think, you've got to get used to it. If we're the ones in the authority, you have to sort of get used to, you know, putting that authority hat on okay i'm the pastor now we're not going to do this 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 can't go on yeah but you know when we're playing tennis just the other day or golf the other day no no we we can't do this now now you put your friend hat on and you can maybe you know talk about some other things but uh you know so i i think generally if you really work hard at it you can operate in that way and so uh, you know I was youth director and coach and so when mm-hmm. I would be with the guys in one area of course you know your personality is pretty much the same but still it's a different it's it's just a different relationship and so once you learn okay I've got this framework for this relationship and this is what I need to do there's a framework for this one a framework for that one and you know what will keep you from from being effective is whenever other people don't see you in that uh, framework. They see you only as a friend, not a friend, a coworker, a boss, a pastor, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. And so you're limited. Then if you got some friends that can't see you in any other way, now you've got to decide then what's you better decide the best choice of how you're going to be with that person all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, and I've, I've heard people say, you know, in a leadership position, you have no friends. You, you can't have a best friend. You can't have close associate friends. Uh, everybody has to remain the same. They're friends, but it doesn't go beyond that, and you treat everybody equally. That's, that, that's great in thought but that's very hard to carry out because you do you do get drawn closer to people that you know 
I, I enjoy being with a soul winner. If somebody has an avid desire oh, to be yeah. a soul winner, I want to hang out with that person. If they don't, then I'm probably not going to spend as much time or enjoy that time. Or if a guy enjoys hockey, uh, he likes watching hockey. I'm probably going to spend more time with a guy that likes hockey more than watching golf on TV because I don't like watching golf on TV. So that would be something. And then I think for both of us, if somebody has a great sense of humor and they gel with our sense of humor, that's that's a big one for me. I enjoy people that enjoy humor, enjoy laughing and carrying on. And people that are very uh, stalwart and very serious, I, I struggle. I struggle with people like that. Not that I don't like them, not that I won't use them in a situation, but it just it makes it a little bit harder. And I think that comes through in all walks of life. And I have to sometimes fight that in leadership, especially if I'm going to choose someone for a job in the church or you know in business. You got to find the person that's best suited. And sometimes the guy that wants to cut up all the time is not best suited for the job. Oh yeah. And you have to you have to choose the person that's best suited. And that I think has to be the criteria. And I think we miss out on that sometimes. Yeah. Well, the reason that we like friends and like to make friends with people with our weird sense of humor is because there's so few of them that we get to see because all the others are Absolutely. locked up somewhere. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they, yeah. They don't let them out. They, it's hard to get beyond the straight. They, it's hard to get beyond the straight jacket. Padded cells and uh, their that's arms right. are wrapped around and and cinched down tight. That's 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 our people, man. <laughs> it got so bad in St. Thomas they built a whole hospital just for that <laughs> giant. <laughs> Most of my friends are in there, and I escaped. <laughs> that's the problem. I got out. But yeah, it's um, it, it can really be bothersome for people if they think that you are favoring other people, and it can become a dividing point. It's divided churches, it's divided families. Um, it can be a real sore spot. Well, so, I think the reason it divides is whenever somebody just goes overboard. I, I nobody likes it, but whenever. It's just done over and over and over. That's what people can't stand. Yes. And that's whenever people yes. find it intolerable and mm -hmm. they just can't mm -hmm. go. Like my wife, she is, I mean, honest, 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 honest. If we're playing a game mm -hmm. like Balderdash mm -hmm. or something, she's terrible. She can't lie and she hates lying. And, yeah. you know, every once yeah. in a while, just a bugger, I'll say, you know, if we're playing a game, hey, you move that guy. And boy, does she get mad because she would never cheat. And and so I'll <laughs> accuse her, you know, I just question her just to see her get mad. You know, that's Good that's a know. wonderful person that know. I'm like, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. and so whenever she finds someone that's dishonest, she just she has a tough time even being around them. So we don't yeah. talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I believe the word is Jackasaurus. <laughs> I forgot that one. <laughs> she came up with that that name, <laughs> Jackasaurus, from a game that we played. It was awesome. <laughs> oh man! Well, listen, uh, you're one of my favorites. So just so you know, I show favoritism. I want to be with you like every Wednesday and Friday. I just, I just do. What, not and Monday? I can't help myself. Well, thanks. No, I need a break. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I'm with my other favorites on Sunday, Sunday, Tuesday, and Fridays. <laughs> Saturdays I take off. I gotta take a break from everybody. The other podcasts. <laughs> That's right. I didn't want to draw all our listeners away to my other podcast. <laughs> Oh, man. Wow. Well, we got a lot of experiences and a lot of examples that we can talk about. Yeah. You know, coming up Wednesday and Friday. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, Wednesday. Maybe we'll look at uh, some nepotism. Nepotism. I still have more more favoritism stories. Oh, well, we can do that, too. We'll call it favorite favorite nepotisms. This, welcome to Ism <laughs> Week. Ism, yeah. Favoritism read, and nepotism but... can cause a great schism. Ooh, you are on the Ism trail. <laughs> Chisholm. That was a great movie. <laughs> Chisholm. <laughs> Chisholm, John Chisholm. There you go. <laughs> So on that note, let me let me graciously leave the room. I'm Al Stone. I am in Pennsylvania. I am in Jamestown, Pennsylvania, very close to Pymatuming Lake, which is the site of the vacation from hell um, that uh, I went on with our family years ago. It was it was horrendous. Um, someday I'm going to do the movie. Someday oh, I'm going to yes. sell the movie rights. <laughs> Oh, listen! Hey, can we fit that in? In real life, the way you told me all those things that happened, oh, uh, oh. National Lampoon, it doesn't even yep. hold a candle to it. No, no, no! I'm telling and you. And if there's something you bad in it? that movie, I have no right idea what it is. I just knew the title, so. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no, sure. no, no, no. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. No. Hey, um, what was I gonna say? Uh, do you think we could squeeze uh, that into Baptist Ed somehow? The uh, vacation. <laughs> we could do that somehow. I think. I think we could do it. We'll try it. So I'm Al Stone, and uh, having some great, great meetings. I'm ready to, as this airs, start a new revival in um, in Canada on the Six Nations Indian Reserve, Amen. and uh, I'm excited about that. That's going to be great. We've got some great people on some of our uh, Indigenous peoples' lands. I guess is how you say it today. And uh, I'm looking forward to being with those folks. So it'll be great. That That's next week for me. This is Dan Wolven in Columbus, Ohio. As we are recording this, I have spent much of the night and early this morning just rejoicing and thanking God because we, we had a miracle happen yesterday huh. in our state house. Uh, we're going to be putting a referendum on the ballot in August that hmm. I thought was absolutely dead. The only way it was going to even get forward was was just by a sheer miracle of God, and it did. And so we have the opportunity in August now to vote on changing our Constitution to where a uh, uh, something to change and alter the Constitution would have to have a 60% approval instead of the 50% hmm. plus one vote now. And that is huge because the abortion question is already slated to be on the ballot in November. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, this was going to be a done deal way early and politics got in the way. Can you imagine that? And so, uh, I mean, God 
blessed. God blessed. That's all I can say. Is it's an act of God. Mm-hmm. It is an absolute miracle Amen. that it got through this. And so now we need to get this to pass in August. And I'm sure, you know, this morning I told Denise, I said, let the lawsuits begin because that's what's going to wind up happening. Yeah. But uh, this has mm-hmm. to get passed because all the uh, abortion backers, they know that they're not going to get 60 percent. And uh, and Planned Parenthood has been paying hundreds of workers, out-of-state workers, to come to Ohio and get uh, signatures to be able to put that abortion mm-hmm. on the ballot in November. So wow. I, I can't wow. tell you. I mean, I, I was so heartbroken in January. It's been since January we've been working on this. And so I just mm-hmm. thank God that this happened. So people in Ohio, be ready and try to do everything you can to get your friends and neighbors to vote to get this passed in August because otherwise mm-hmm. abortion on demand is going to be enshrined in our Constitution in Ohio in mm-hmm. November. Wow. So this has to get through. Okay. We'll be praying. This is Tim Talks, and uh, we, are, uh, we are in some strange days for sure. Whoever thought that we'd have to be talking about oh, that? Oh my goodness! And that that would have to be a be something we'd have to vote on. Wow. Well, we'll carry on, and uh, Wednesday we'll be back. And this is Ism Week, and we hope that you'll be with us on Wednesday and Friday and every day because this is the number one non-preaching independent Baptist podcast with your hosts, Alan Dan. Have a great day. We're here and to we'll promote Timism. Timism. <laughs> I like that. Timism. On Wednesday. See if it's real. Have a great day. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.